Hey there, got a moment? Sure you do. This won't take long. I'm Dr. Greg Sasma, and this is a Practically Mindful Moment. Thanks for tuning in again. This is podcast number two. My aim in this series is to serve up bite-sized moments of information and a little practice on mindfulness and meditation. Lots of us are interested in mindfulness but struggle to get started or think we can't possibly learn to calm our minds or maybe we're turned off by some of the ways that meditation and mindfulness are presented. I got a book coming out about it. It's called Practical Mindfulness, A Physician's No-Nonsense Guide to Meditation for Beginners. You can learn more about that in the first podcast in the series, so feel free to download that if you haven't listened to it already. Here's a quick review of what we do. We'll tune in, and we'll learn a little bit, and then a little brief practice. It's just one, two, three, and then off to whatever you got going with your day. All right, let's tune in with a simple focusing exercise. If you listened to it last time, you'll know this is a tuning fork. Just listen to it closely as the sound dissipates, then simply tend to whatever else you hear for a little bit of time. I'll give you a signal to end the exercise as well. First, take a nice deep breath to settle yourself. Okay, ready? Okay, now that I have your attention, I want to spend this moment on a basic question. Mindfulness, what the hell is that anyway? And meditation, how does that work? You maybe have heard or read lots of different spins on these terms. The dictionary says mindfulness is a state of being aware. Okay, well, let me expand a little on it. Mindfulness is actually a capacity we all have. It's a capacity to direct our awareness, our attention onto different things. We can call it our focus or our mind's eye or whatever you want, but the capacity is its own specific thing. It's an aspect of our consciousness that's separate than thinking and feeling and sensing stuff. Here's one good definition of mindfulness, uh, courtesy of John Kabat-Zinn. You might have heard of him. He's been one of the leading lights in the mindfulness movement in the last 40 years in the West. Really good guy. Started working with chronic pain patients in Massachusetts. Here's his definition of mindfulness. It's a state of non-judgmental, moment-to-moment awareness. We can unpack that whole phrase a bit, and let's work backwards. So. Awareness, that's the mind's eye thing I was talking about. Moment to moment, this points to the present circumstances, the moment occurring right now, as opposed to there and then, or some other time. That's not really present awareness, that's thinking about a memory or thinking about a speculation in the future. Mindfulness is about bare, radical being right here and right now. Last one is non-judgmental, and this part's truly essential. We find out when we practice meditation that we're judgment machines. We're just 
put a spin on just about everything and anything that comes into mind. It's just part of being human. Much of what we encounter, we dip in this layer of judgment. Mindfulness isn't going to eliminate judgment, or should it, but it does work to help us become aware of that aspect of the way we are, that there's both an awareness and judgment and spin on top of it, even if it doesn't strip it away. So for me, mindfulness is a state. It's a capacity for being aware of experience and our reactions to and judgments about it. It's this capacity that can be cultivated with some practice. That's where meditation comes in. Yeah, what about meditation? So meditation is the practice in cultivating mindfulness. If mindfulness is a Mozart sonata, then meditation is the piano lesson or running scales. If mindfulness is Wimbledon, then meditation is practicing your backhand. I'm really expecting a lot out of you. Anyway, you do get better with practice if you just keep working at it. It's not easy at first, but it gets better. But it really is a kind of weird practice, right? Admittedly, it's in training an interior experience and a subjective one. You can't really measure it well. There's no serum mindfulness level I can order. There are some cool imaging studies that some research places are doing on uh, functional MRI scans of the brain when people get better at meditating. It cools parts of the brain down and all that. Not covered by your insurance, so don't even try. Anyway, mindfulness is a state of our minds. It's a quality, it's a potential actually. And meditation is a way to cultivate that quality. Okay, ponder that as we pivot now to the brief training routine that will end this podcast. Actually, we're not gonna technically start meditating just yet. The first and best place to start with meditation is with your breath. Uh, it's a good place because we all have one or please call 911. Anyway, when we get to breath meditation, and that'll be soon, my direction will be just to let your breath settle at some point to whatever it wants to be in the moment. There is a helpful calming tactic that I like people to learn first, and I generally recommend using it for the first couple of breaths in any meditation routine, and I do that myself. It's called relaxation breathing, also known as belly breathing. Prospective moms and dads learn it in prenatal classes and it's taught in yoga classes too. If you watch a baby breathe, that's belly breathing. There's a book that came out in the mid-70s by a cardiologist named Dr. Herbert Benson called The Relaxation Response and it went into details on it. It's just a good calming tool. So how do you do it? Okay, place your one of your hands on your upper chest and the other hand on your belly and now just Breathe like you're breathing right now. Do you notice anything? For most of us, we just breathe with our upper chest going up and down. It's like a third or so of our total lung volume, and it's all we mostly really need until we're exercising or if we have some sort of medical problem. So relaxation breathing is like how a newborn breathes. It's belly out first and then upper chest, and then a nice slow exhalation. This actually pulls down the diaphragm. That's that muscle layer that separates our upper chest cavity from the abdominal cavity. When we belly breathe, we allow then for the full expansion of our lungs. It pulls the diaphragm down, opens the lungs up. There's more oxygen transfer. And then a calming message of that oxygen transfer gets sent back up to the body and the brain. For relaxation breathing then, imagine filling up like a water balloon 
feel your belly hand swell out first, then your chest hand next, then a little pause at the top, and then a slow release of the breath down and exhalation. You really don't have to get too hung up on it. it has to go in through the nose or out through the mouth or that exhalation has to be exactly twice as the length of the inhalation. There's lots of information out there. Not that practical. Find a pattern that feels right for you because you'll use that one. But the main thing is belly out first, chest out next, slow exhale. Okay, hands in place. Now keep your hands to yourself and no tickling. Slowly inhale, belly out. Don't worry, no one cares about your abs. Just stick them out. Then fill up, upper chest out. Hold for a sec, and then a slow release. Okay, one more time. Belly out first. Chest out next. Pause a sec. Slowly let it out. Okay, a quick note. Sometimes if patients or people (laughs) haven't really done this before they get all tight about the rules and sometimes hold their breath a little bit even can get a little lightheaded that's not good Um, adapt this to your own needs but practice this kind of breathing a couple minutes a day I know that sounds funny to practice breathing but practice this relaxation breathing and you'll notice that it becomes easier and more helpful within a week or two so that's relaxation breathing Okay, that's it for now. The book is Practical Mindfulness, A Physician's No-Nonsense Guide to Meditation for Beginners. You can reach me at practicalmindfulnessbook.com. The email address is drsaz at practicalmindfulnessbook.com. And I'm on Twitter at at mindfulmdsaz. This is Dr. Greg Sazma, and this has been your Practically Mindful Moment. Take care.